The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Booper, supporting the health of millions of Australians. Because life happens. Find out more at booper.com.au. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Thursday the 29th of October. In your squeeze today, the Qatari government commits to an investigation, claims Jeffrey Epstein made donations to a think tank headed by former Prime Minister Kevin Rudd, Melbournians hit the shops, and when a superhero comes along. This is your squeeze today. Foreign Minister Maurice Payne yesterday confirmed Claire that on the 2nd of October, 18 women were removed from a Qatar Airlines flight to Sydney for what's being described as a grossly inappropriate examination. 13 of those women are Australian and it appears this was just one of as many as 10 different aircraft at Doha Airport where women were subjected to invasive internal examinations. And what Payne has said is that she has asked Qatar's government for a detailed report of what happened. She says that it's important to get that information before she has a conversation with her counterpart there. Uh, Also, a lot of discussion yesterday about exactly what happened there on that 2nd of October date to lead up uh, to those examinations happening. Reports say that there was a newborn baby girl who was found in a plastic bag in a rubbish bin at the airport. That baby has survived, although authorities haven't been successful in tracking down her mother. Qatar's government has committed to a comprehensive, transparent investigation into the incident. Prime Minister Scott Morrison yesterday said it's important to get a response from Qatar urgently because 15% of Australians who are coming home at the moment are coming back on Qatar Airlines. Yeah, he was asked about what the government's views were given there is a World Cup for soccer coming to Qatar in 2022 and whether the government had any concerns about what that all meant. But what he said is that there's a more urgent need to get to the bottom of this because, as you say, there's quite a few people coming to Australia on Qatar Airlines uh, and that will be maintained for some time to come. He said they've been an important part in getting Australians home. Former Prime Minister Kevin Rudd is in the news this morning. Reports are that a think tank, the International Peace Initiative, of which he is chairman, was given US dollars by convicted pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. There was a relationship between the International Peace Initiative's president, a Norwegian diplomat, Terjrod Larsen, uh, and Epstein, and it seems to be that connection that has seen that cash flow through uh, to that think tank. It's also reported that Rod Larsen also borrowed money from Epstein. Kevin Rudd has said in a statement that all these revelations were deeply disturbing, uh, that he's getting to the bottom of exactly what cash did come in from Epstein and how it was spent. And he said that an equal amount would be donated to causes supporting survivors of sexual abuse. To the weather, the prediction was wild and that's what it's been so far, Claire. Yeah, thunderstorms and hail uh, across that southeast corner of Queensland, also into New South Wales regional centres. We're looking at Tamworth and Dubbo. Lots of dangerous activity there and that's continuing as this weather system makes its way south. Uh, It's raining here in Sydney this morning as we're talking, Kate, quite heavily. Um, Also bringing some quite cool conditions later in the week. We're talking about their Adelaide Uh, and also Melbourne and Canberra. So, yeah, buckle up. La Nina is here. 
It's here. This applies, of course, to a whole lot of the population, but not those over in Western Australia. They're looking down the barrel of 36 and sunny on Friday. 36. Delightful. 36 and sunny. With the borders closed, they can enjoy it all to themselves. <laughs> Melburnians hit the shops yesterday because they could, and analysts are hoping it continues with inflation. So that's the amount by which the prices of things that we buy increases is a little slow at the moment. Yeah, it's really slow. The Reserve Bank has an inflation target of 3 It's currently sitting at 0.7%. What it indicates is that wages aren't going up, which we know. Uh, Also, that there's all these underlying weaknesses in the economy. And to get the economy revving, inflation needs to be a bit higher. There was a jump, though, of inflation in the quarter uh, from June to September of 1.6%. And what that pointed to was the end of free childcare. Uh, Of course, for a lot of families, childcare is a big expense in their weeks. So to go from not paying anything for a while there to having to pay for it was a big jump in prices for them. Uh, Also, I love the comments out of Melbourne. A lady uh, heading to Brunswick Kmart said she just needed a fix. She was there before (laughs) eight o'clock as Kmart opened. Uh, She didn't know what she'd bought. about 75 bucks worth of crap, but she just had to get there and shop. (laughs) Melbourne's known for its shopping, so no wonder there's a lot of people who have missed it. To a kind of quirky royal story now, Claire, following a decade-long paternity battle, the former monarch of Belgium, King Albert II, has met his illegitimate daughter, Princess Delphine. We're used to focusing on the House of Windsor in the UK, Mm. but this has been quite a big story that has been ticking over for big, ardent royal watches. King Albert had an 18-year affair with a baroness before he became king, and that produced a daughter. She is now 52 years old. She, in recent weeks, has been allowed to claim the title of princess. Princess Delphine, as you say, met her father uh, for the very first time, and they posed for a happy snap. And they say, despite many years of quite bitter legal wrangling, that they're determined to start a new chapter. Yeah, Delphine and and her two children. So he's also got some additional grandchildren now will be able to use their father's surname and they're entitled to receive an inheritance. Christian Coleman is the current 100 metre sprint world champion, Claire, but his talents may not be on display at the Olympics next year. He's been handed a two-year doping ban, but not for testing positive, for not having an adequate explanation for missing a test. Yeah, he missed three tests and on a couple of occasions he had a good enough excuse, but on the third occasion he didn't. Of course, what those anti-doping authorities say is that athletes have to front up to tests that there are a lot of times, otherwise it points potentially to something untoward happening. He's going to appeal that decision to the higher sporting authority, but it does look like he won't get the opportunity to succeed Usain Bolt as the fastest man at the Olympic Games. A bit closer to home and confirmation from Cricket Australia yesterday that there will be test matches played here this year. India is coming. There's still a bit to work out, but there'll be matches in Sydney, Canberra, Adelaide and all going to plan a Boxing Day test at the MCG. Not so lucky is Perth. They're missing out for the first time since the mid-70s. 
And I don't know about you, Claire, but last week my social media feeds were filled with cute pics of kids heading off to celebrate book week dressed in a variety of costumes. (laughs) My feed was filled of parents pulling their hair out, having to get book week costumes together. (laughs) Yeah, that's there. There's the cute pics and then there's the book week organisation. That was a whole nother thing. This, though, is the story of a teacher from Tassie who was dressed as the Hulk and then became a real life superhero. Tyron War is a librarian at the Burney Library in Tasmania. He got called outside to help save a man who looked like he'd suffered a heart attack. He brought the defibrillator out uh, and they were able to uh, make sure that that man's life was saved, all in a Hulk outfit. He said he looked at himself at one point and realised he was in his Hulk outfit and that potentially wasn't uh, really the thing to do, but he couldn't take it off because he didn't have any pants on. (laughs) Yeah, the quote from him is, that I suddenly thought, gee, I should take this outfit off and it was hot. Then I realised that I didn't have any pants on underneath, so I couldn't do it anyway. A legend nonetheless. A legend nonetheless. And Claire, before we go, our third episode in our series of Squid Shortcuts in the lead up to the US election is out today. It's easy to forget with this election that it isn't just a personality contest. There's actual policy positions being taken by Donald Trump and Joe Biden. So we unpick where each of them are on the big ones. Yeah, not a lot of discussion about policy in this election, but they're there and there's some very clear differences. Whether voters are looking at that, we'll wait and see, but certainly it's worthwhile going through what these candidates stand for. Yeah, a link to that episode and the entire series is in your episode notes, worth checking out. That's all from us today. Enjoy your Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online, kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more, and get a great discount, visit nordvpn.com forward slash squiz today.